You're tuned in to The Go Show, the official podcast of Andy Go, owner and founder of Gojo Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm your host, Andy Go. You could be listening to any other podcast in the world, but you're right here with me. And I appreciate that. I'm Andy Go. This is The Go Show, the official podcast of me, Andy Go, and Gojo Studios. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this is the second episode of The Go Show, and uh, I am just so excited and jazzed by uh, the reception I got from the, the first episode that I posted. A lot of people commenting, a lot of people reviewing, subscribing, listening, of course. Um, you go, you know, I'm just really, really uh, thankful and honored that, you, you know, you guys uh, have, have supported just that first episode, just that me talking about what I want to do with this podcast. Uh, it really means a lot to me. And uh, this is a this is a project that has, um, you know, that that has been, uh, you know, tough to get off the ground, I think, for the same reasons a lot of people uh, have a tough time getting a, a podcast off the ground, because it's it's such a personal endeavor. And it's such a, you know, something that you really want to get right. And you really want it to be ready to go. And, um, you know, and, and that was holding me back. But uh, just like I tell a lot of my clients that, you know, you just got to put it out there. You, you, you can't worry about making it perfect. You can't can't worry about making it 100% before it's ready to go. So, you know, podcasting is a long-term thing. You got to put some material out there and and that's what I'm doing. And you know, really I want to talk about that too for a second. I want to expand a little bit more just for a second. By the way, I've got a great show for you today. Uh, I've got Ashley Langston on uh the the show today. She's a fashion designer, uh a member of the military and she's got some really cool stuff to talk about. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about why I'm doing the podcast. Now, this podcast is not um, to promote my business necessarily. You know, we're not going to be talking all about podcasting. This isn't going to be a podcast about podcasting. Like I said, um, this podcast really is just for me to uh, talk about the things that I want to talk about and the peop- and talk to the people I want to talk to. I'm not trying to monetize this podcast, right? I'm not trying to sell a sponsorship on this podcast, although, you know, I'd be open to the right one. I'm not trying to have a, you know, specific direction other than just being real to me and to the things that I see and am interested in. You know, it's it's really something more to represent me and, and my brand more than it is anything else. So something else this podcast is not is that it's not a podcast about Charlotte. Yes, I live here in the great city of Charlotte, North Carolina, a city I've lived in now for 14 years. I absolutely love it here. I have, uh, I'm have, i so blessed and fortunate to have so many friends and connections and partners and things I'm involved with here in, in this beautiful, clean, growing, progressive city of Charlotte. Uh, I truly do love it here. And we will, for sure, be talking to a lot of people from Charlotte because I know a lot of people here. Uh, but we're not going to limit ourselves just to Charlotte. We're not going to limit ourselves just to topics about Charlotte or things that are happening in Charlotte. So I'm going to be talking about things that are of interest to anybody, anywhere, not around, not just around the country, but hopefully around the world, too. Um, I want a lot of the themes and things we talk about here to be universal and for anybody listening to be able to get something out of this podcast. Uh, even if you live in Charlotte, cool. But even if you don't, I want you to you know be able to listen to this podcast and have something. 
All right, enough of that talk. Let's go ahead and get into today's interview. Now, today's guest is Ashley Langston. Ashley's a fashion designer, an entrepreneur, and as of last month, a major in the military, the U.S. Army, in fact. And uh, a couple of months ago, before all this COVID stuff went down, she got in touch with me through a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Lamont Hart Creighton. Shout out to House of Lamont, uh, one of the most dapper dudes in town for sure. And uh, Ashley reached out to me to help model for her for a line of men's neckwear for her brand, Icon. Now, that's E-I-K-E-O-N. That's actually the Greek spelling uh, or the Greek word Icon that she's using there. And uh, that's her brand name. But she was coming out with this line of men's neckwear called the Emanuel Collection. And this collection was actually meant to represent some of her uncles and uh, some of the other men in her family who have passed away. So when she told me about the idea, I was actually really um, honored to be a part of this because she uh, clearly put a lot of thought and effort into how she wanted to present her collection here and how she wanted to tie it into her own family. So for her to ask me to help represent her in doing that was, you know, I was really flattered to do that. So we're going to talk to Ashley a little bit about so what the collection is, where you can find it and what the inspirations mean to her. We're also going to talk a little bit about her background in the military and her as an entrepreneur, too. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in to The Go Show. Here's Ashley Langston. Yeah, no. Uh, so Ashley, I'm so psyched to have you on the show, especially today, because you know today is the launch of uh, Icon, the men's uh, or the menswear neckwear line of Icon, and uh, yeah. So you had me out as part of your photo shoot to promote Icon. Um, we uh, got all fancied up at the Duke Mansion with a couple of other. Uh, models that I know you hand selected, uh, other very handsome gentlemen as well. And so I wanted to bring you on here today just to talk about that. So first of all, congratulations. How are you feeling? Um, let's be real about it. Uh, I am slightly like overwhelmed, but excited. It's like surreal for me because today a lot of people ask me, well, it's April 1st. Why April 1? Why the 1st? Because generally it's April Fool's, but I'm not fooling anyone today. Um, This is real. (laughs) Um, Number one, April is Icon's um, anniversary month. So Icon as a brand and holistically released and launched April 2018 as an entire brand. And then every year after that, we subsequently try to do something in April. And this year it happened to be the release of um, Icon's men's collection, Emmanuel, um, for the month. But also the first has a lot of significance for me personally because it's also um, effective today. I'm a major in the in the United States Army. So it's my promotion day. It's also my release day. And it's also a day of reflection in the sense that we have officially started second quarter of 2020. Um, January, February, March are gone. We're not going to see them again. And we're forging um, through into the spring and summer of this year. Yes, in the midst of it, we're dealing with um, world change with with COVID-19 and just the dynamics of that. But we're also in a period of 
what did we do in the for- first quarter that will change our or set up our trajectory for the second, third, and fourth quarter. So coming into 2020, I already knew that I was going to um, be hitting the ground running and making sure that I was going, that first quarter was going to all be all about the planning, um, getting things done across multiple fronts to include ICON. That way, when second and third, fourth came, that I could almost... Uh, just ride the wave and see where things go. I'm not, there's nothing for me to put out, right? It's already out officially today at, um, on our website. And so to be honest, I know you asked me, how do I feel? It's surreal. Like it has taken quite a bit of time to get the right people the right place um, and just timing um, to be able to release Emmanuel um, Icon's men's collection to the world. Like it's no longer idea in my head. It's actually in black and white. And it's something about having an idea go from a thought being in black and white. So there's, so it's on record. It's it, now it's on record and I can't hide behind it. I can't be like, oh, it's coming out later. It's out <laughs> today. 12 o'clock today, it released like the go, the button was on ready for the congrats, the comments, the criticisms, the, the likes and dislikes. And it is definitely a collection that shows a lot of vulnerability too. Because it is so personal, so yeah, so, so overwhelmed to say at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely no. I, as rightfully as you should be on a day where you've got, like you said, the, that's two very momentous things happening in one day. Things that you know, didn't come out of the blue that you planned for, that you worked for, um, but things that, like you said, are the result of all that planning, that preparation, and now you can kind of set them in motion and and put them out there. You know, that being, of course, the release of. This uh, the, uh, Emmanuel, the neckwear line, and also, of course, your promotion to major. So congratulations on both of those. Let me ask you about the family connection that you have in the photo shoot. Um, now, you didn't just bring in uh, a bunch of random models. You, you had a mix of, of models that you that you hand selected, like myself, but you also paired them up with people in your actual family like your actual cousins. Right. And, and so, so tell me what, what was behind that? So, um, Emmanuel really, it's inspired by my, uh, seven uncles, um, either their, um, my mother or father's brother, or they married into, into the family. Um, and Originally, when when Emmanuel first came into, I can say conception, right? Um, I had already lost one of my youngest uncles, and just happened to just very early on. So I was hoping that I would still be able to get Emmanuel out with all of them still being still being living. Um, but in the process of some of those setbacks and that the things that the challenges that Emmanuel saw, I subsequently lost two of my uncles in that process. So now I have three out of the bunch that are missing. 
um, that are not there anymore. So my idea was you could not have the mix of the two. You had to tell a story from the perspective that's still ongoing and also pay homage and respect to the memories and a legacy. Because in total, Emmanuel, meaning God with us, is a legacy collection. It shows the legacy. It puts in black and white the personalities and the characteristics that men across the world um, can relate to. And so um, I had four models that I brought in, um, yourself, Corey Bennett, um, Michael, and Hassan. And then I had three, four of my cousins, three of which their fathers have passed, which represents the in memory of. And then my younger cousin, who's actually a second generation, um, he grew up very close to us first cousins, but he's actually a second generation. So he is actually bridging the gap between the two, those that are still living and those that have um, have gone on. So that's really where I felt it was imperative to tell to, to both sides of the story and then bring them mm-hmm. together. And it's only fitting that if you're going to truly talk about legacy, you have to have the legacy represented, right? If, if it's And we, legacy is a term that is not only thought about in current and present, but you don't necessarily see the benefits until after the person that has established it has, has passed on. And so I really wanted it to um, be represented authentically because Icon is a brand that is on genuine, authentic self-image. And we just happen to express it through super great um, net prayer. <laughs> and that's really how, how we do it. So, um, yeah. yeah no, so the I, family is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can clearly see that. And, and uh, when you speak about authenticity and relatability, you know, that's embodied, it's woven into the fabric of exact and, and no pun intended. Um, <laughs> Right. But it's really it really is part of the DNA of of this product that you're bringing out there. It's not just some sort of trendy this or that. It's rooted in the representation of not only who you are, um, but 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 those who have gone before you. And and of course, you wouldn't be who you are if the people before you hadn't um, laid that path out for you. So uh, I, I identify very deeply with uh, what you're saying. Right. Exactly. There. Um, so let's talk a little bit. Yes, first, exactly. First of all, before we move on, where for our listeners, where where should they go right now if they're listening to this podcast and like, I need to see what this looks like, like real quick. Just where should they go? <laughs> website. Okay. Whatever. Um, they should go to website is I am icon, which is e i k e o n, um, or they can go to my Instagram. I am Ashley Langston and it's in the bio right there. Just click it and they can go straight to the website and it'll have all you handsome gentlemen on the front. <laughs> I'll tell you, you what, I was, I, was, yeah. I was pretty happy because you definitely made me look pretty good. And that, that definitely takes some skill, uh, not, you know, from, from a number of different angles, but, um, yeah, let's go into the, let's go into the style. Let's go into the style. Cause I definitely, I, I mean, that's what, you know, you do best. So. Let's talk about that. The the bow ties themselves, where did the inspiration come from those? And, and like, kind of how did you come up with the different designs as it relates to the, you know, the different family members that we were talking about? To be honest, it almost came too easy. So um, 
people generally think that bow ties only come in the traditional bow butterfly shapes. Um, they actually have several different shapes, and that's really what I gravitated to in being able to establish this collection. And I took those what is traditional shapes for um, bow ties and really looked at each one and drew from then looked at it in comparison to which uncle it reminded me of. So you'll have um, one of them on the website is is called Gerald, right? That's the, well, actually it's Branch on the website. So I use their um, initials and their last name to kind of represent and name the ties. So it's called Branch and it's a straight bar across the top. And that's actually the one that you wore. Mm-hmm. I did not intend. It just was the first one that came to mind. That's the one that you wore, which represents my Uncle Gerald, who's um, married to my middle aunt, which is also my godmother. Right. <laughs> but he's a straight shooter. But he does it with a care that is undeniable. So. With that, I'm like, okay, he's always straight to the point. And in that shape, mm. that's really what wow. I saw with that. He doesn't really, he doesn't flower things. He is very eloquent when necessary, but even in his eloquency, he's still straight to the, there's not a whole lot of fluff in between, but he does it with a genuineness and a care that is undeniable. You know where he stands with you. And he know you know that if he's there present, um, he's committed. He's um, there for you to ask advice on of or just to shoot the breeze with. But he's very um, matter of fact, straight to the point, not a person that is indecisive. And so when you look at this bow tie shape, it's a straight bar straight across Um and which for all the listeners, if you if you're going to look for Andy, go find his bow tie. He is representing uh, my uncle Gerald, uh, Gerald Branch. Um, so it'll be called Branch, and you you can't miss Andy. Um, but that's really how I went through that process um, for each one uh, of the ties as represented. I truly thank the Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus Christ, for helping and assisting in that. Because it's really from a place of of genuineness so you can relate. It's not, when you read this, and I really want to harp on this part, it's not like you're going to Ralph Lauren and you're reading a description about a t-shirt or a pair of socks. You're going to find, you're going and clicking on the stories of these gentlemen. And that's what you're going for the story. It's not something that, yeah, it's, it's a product, but it's really the story that is, um, that is, that you relate to. Um, cause it all goes back to in our men, right? Cause I think Andy, you represent this very well. Men are, when they are present, when they are accounted for, there's something that changes in that environment when they're strong male presence. And that's what I wanted to do from a woman's perspective, but also a biblical principle is give that to the world. So oftentimes we're always seeing men not doing anything right. Or something negative about a man coming wherever that man is, whether it be a political figure, 
um, religious figure, um, community figure, we're always seeing something negative. Whereas this was my way of saying that, okay, pump the brakes on the negative. Let's look at the positive that if we look internal to our own families, our own communities, where we can draw from positive inspiration from there vices. Okay. I got to go to social media for my inspiration. I got to go mm-hmm. to these things that are so far reaching, right. Where I can't literally, cause the thing about this Andy is that you can, you and I can pick up the phone and talk to each other and I have a connection with you. And that's really oh, what, Right. So I feel like and we've had our conversations. We literally have to be like, okay, we're going to press pause right here. We're going to pick up at such and such time and this. And we're very deliberate about that interaction. And that's really what this collection um, is about. And you can talk about it from your experience, like from from having to come and get fitted, having to have your measurements taken and then showing up the day of the shoe and how. What your I would be interested to hear from your perspective, um, how that piece even further gives validity to that co- that community connection, that story behind it. Well, you know, thanks for <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate you turning the tables here. Um, first of all, the the whole experience was amazing, and it was very professionally done. I mean, you were a hundred and ten percent on point throughout the whole process. Um, whether it was a fitting or the walkthroughs or the actual photo shoot, it was all uh, uh, quite a bit of a pleasure to do. Um, so I, I think the way that I, first of all, uh, appreciate it is from kind of a, you know, uh, a fashion sense where I, I, I appreciate men's fashion. And I think that in general, men need to uh, step their game up a little bit more. Just, you know, overall, overall, on average, there's plenty of guys out there that are uh, doing their thing. But just in general, I feel like guys could always um, step up their game a little bit. But that doesn't happen if people like yourself aren't putting out really stylish and fun things for guys to get into. And that's also part of the problem, too, is there's not a whole lot of uh, design wear and really kind of high fashion, but 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 relatable stuff that guys can get into. Um, so this stuff really helps. And what I appreciate about appreciate about the shoot is that you brought me in. And by the way, uh, you got connected to me through Lamond. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out to House of Lamond. But you brought me in with, uh, you know, very another, a very diverse group of other of other men, you know, from right. other different backgrounds with other different beliefs and other different lifestyles and everything else. And I think that's the thing that I first noticed was that wow, this is this is you you know you really went to try and get people from different backgrounds. And, you know, from different ethnicities to be in this photo shoot, to be representing, you know, all of us. So to me, being intentional about, um, you know, picking not only different uh, personalities, but different body shapes and different, you know, uh, different profiles. uh, It really sent a message to me that this is for every man and, you know, that every man can come in here and and feel right and appropriate and and like you said there's almost a a, a regal feeling too to when you um appear <laughs> as your you know yes. you're, you're strong and you're confident authentic self as a man and like you said that's 
you know, that's what we are raised to be is, is the strong and the leader type or whatever. Um, you know, it doesn't always happen like that. I think that we don't, we maybe don't give ourselves enough chances uh, as a society to do those things. Um, but I've really felt that, that that intentionality, that air was there to show men as strong, uh, as, um, as, as the leaders they should be, as the, as the, as the people that should be resonant with, uh, with the community. Um, that's how they should present themselves. Right. And that's how I felt about the photo shoot. What would you say if the whole world was listening? That's a question that only you can answer, but how you do that may not be. If you've been sitting on a killer podcast idea or need to share your stories with a passionate community, now's the time to launch your podcast. Gojo Studios serves clients of all sizes who not only want to take advantage of a growing medium, but want to do it well. Visit gojostudios.com for more information or email Andy at andy at gojo.com. Thanks for listening. Right. I want to hit something that you said about men being leaders. And I want, sometimes we believe that the leader is the outspoken one, right? It's the one that has the loudest voice. That is not necessarily the case. And I want to debunk that right now. Um, Leadership is about having that internal self-confidence, that foundation that says has a moral compass is built on character and integrity leadership is is not just how you speak to others and how the volume in your voice let me put it that way it's not just the volume in your voice it's your work ethic it's your time spent it's you showing up and being accountable and i'll i'll segue it back to another uncle right so I have an uncle on the website. He's uh, Jay Altman. He is what I consider a very quiet and reserved. But when he speaks, he speaks intentionally. And when he prays, which is part of um, his description on the website, um, people take note. So sometimes if you're doing all the talking, you'll get tuned out. So if you're doing less talking and belief and speaking when with intention, like, which is really what we've been talking about and being deliberate about what you're saying, your people are going to hear you and they may not necessarily respond right then, but it gives them something to take back and think about. And that's what men intentionally do when they're deliberate Mm. and about what they're doing. And it doesn't mean that you have to be on the cover It doesn't mean you have to be on the podium. It means that you're living this out under your own roof. This is about your daily life. This is something that you true leaders don't just pick it up and wear it and take it off every time they come in and out of their house doors. That's something that they they live by. It's in them. It's innate in them. And you're going to see it in whether they're dealing with their their wife or their children or work or their own dreams or their community, whatever it is, true leaders 
and all of them come in different shapes, sizes, whatever. It's it's the innate, it's the character and integrity that makes them the leader, not the volume in their voice, not the, and that's why you get the subtleties in Emmanuel with it's a basic black tie was the first one because everyone needs a staple. Principles of character and integrity are staples in our daily lives. Mm. And we all know based on social media, you can tell when someone's a fake, you can tell when someone's a fake. (laughs) So that's like, you know what I'm talking about, Eddie, you can tell when someone's a fake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's really where, in that that character, that leadership, um, in our the men of our communities. I think that's one of those great things. You know, Lamont, the guy who uh, connected us, he always says collaboration over competition, and that's that's something that he lives out and and, and is evident right here. You know, being able to collaborate with you and and uh, all the other models on the shoot uh, to help bring all these different ideas and all these different passions to life. That's always fantastic. Um, Let me ask you this. How, okay. So you are part-time with the fashion though, because again, you are in the military full-time as a major. Now, now for the lay people like myself who don't have any military background, tell me about, you know, your, your background in the military. How did you get up to major? You know, what does that process look like? Like someone like myself really doesn't have a good idea of what that means to work like full time as an adult in, in the military. So um, so take me through that a little bit. Ooh, you, Andy, that's going to take a whole nother podcast. OK, um, OK. So, so give me the note cliff notes. You. Yeah, give me the cliff <laughs> I'll notes. I'll cliff for you. Um, and we will have I, you back on here to, to, to dive deeper into this stuff, too. Yes, I'm super excited. Um. So I graduated from the former Mary Baldwin College, now Mary Baldwin University um, in um, 2009. And I commissioned through Virginia Military Institute into the United States Army as a second lieutenant. And so that is back in 2009. So also um, you're looking at a nation that had been at war. We were in height of, of the Afghanistan and Iraq conflict during that time. So um, I had two deployments under my belt to Afghanistan, to one to Germany. Um, I've been pretty much all over the world. And then subsequently, before I'm um, now um, back stateside, was um, at West Point, the U.S. Military Academy, and then came here to um, actual Fort Bragg. So that's where I'm at now. So you're talking about now June will be 11 years um, in the wow. army um, for me. And I, th- this is, um, I won't say this is as a career, from a career standpoint, this is all I've done. However, in the army, I am a personnel officer who um, I have my undergrad is in business administration with the emphasis in management and I have a minor in leadership studies. And then my master's is in uh, human resources management. So I get all of that um, from just my educational background. And I've been working in customer service, which is our personnel system within the Army. Um, 
for 11 years. So I do. So people is what I do. It's in my DNA. I would say it. Um, my ability to be able to be an entrepreneur is my rebellious side because Mm -hmm. I've always marched to the beat of my own drum. I've always felt like someone would challenge me, say, you can't do it. And then I would do it and double it. Right. So, um, that is where I really felt like, okay, I can do this. So the army is like my day job, the important things in life. And then the icon allows me to express my creativity, right? Because everyone has, they're not just born to do one thing, right? They're just not one dimensional. And I challenge everyone listening to the podcast is to find out your dimensions. So I happen to find out my dimensions and I happen to be on my mother's couch on, uh, on leave. And we were having this conversation and then Icon butted. It wasn't Icon then. It was just I wanted my own set of bow ties because <laughs> I was tired of wearing men's bow ties. <laughs> and then I went to, um, was stationed in New York, went to Mood Fabrics, did their sewing classes because I hand sew everything in Icon. And then now we're here to two collections strong, two collections strong. So probably be able to say that. Um, but I you, found you have out a line my, of women's neckwear as well. And in, in addition to yes. this new line of men's, you have a line of women's right. as well. Yes. So, and that's my Esther collection um, for our ladies. Um, so that's really how I kind of merged the two. And so, yeah, that's it. It's life out here. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Well, uh, Ashley, we'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing uh, more um, great fashion wear from you, and uh, I'm looking forward to rocking my bow tie and, and going it's, out there and yes. looking swag. Right, and I uh, pray for this delivery <laughs> system because they slowing it down All a good. little bit. All good. <laughs> thanks, Andy, for having me. All right, thanks, Ashley. Right. Big thanks once again to Ashley Langston for coming on to the Go Show and for also getting me out there and making me look good, too. I mean, uh, I definitely appreciate those photos and the way that uh, her stylistic vision and her creative interpretation of the shoot uh, ended up. You know, it just it's so sharp. It's so classy. And again, please go check out the photos. I am icon. That's I-A-M-E-I. K-E-O-N.com for sure. Um, so real quick before we wrap up, just wanted to um, just uh, say that, uh, you know, uh, just give a quick update about the COVID thing from my perspective. You know, these past two months have been tough for sure. Uh, you, you know, even though that I work from my home and I have everything set up to kind of work remotely and the transition from that respect has been pretty straightforward. You know, uh, the isolation is tough. Not seeing my friends, my family, all that sort of stuff is really tough. Um, But as tough as it is, I'm also pretty concerned about the reopening of the state and the country in general. Um, I'm conflicted about it because, trust me, I want us to be reopened. I want the bars and the restaurants to come back. I, you know, I'm heartbroken that we're losing businesses like the Manor, like the Manor Theater or like the Summit Room, the Summit Room especially. Um, those places are, are, are gone and probably not coming back. So, um, I want businesses to reopen, but I'm also very scared of the virus coming back and the people that are going out, uh, in this 
first, you know, in this second wave, I suppose, when everything's opening up, I really feel like are taking a chance. And that's one that personally I'm not going to take. I'm going to continue staying home as much as I can. I'm going to continue limiting my exposure to other people, wearing my mask at all times. And, uh, you know, this is just something that we're going to have to deal with for a while. It, It really is. And I'm not ready to go and experiment with how safe it is out there on, on, on a, on a grander scale. So, you know, if you are, you know, I more power to you. And, uh, you know, I really hope for the best for everybody involved here. I don't want to see anybody else suffer from this. It's, it's hard to see and it's hard to deal with. And I, we, I think I, I'm uh, the same as everybody. We all want to get past this as soon as possible, but we got to be smart too. So anyway, that's it for today's episode of the go show. Big thanks uh, to everybody listening. Uh, one last housekeeping thing to new episodes every Friday, uh, every, you know, Fridays are not a big podcast release day. I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why podcast release days really matter for a podcast like mine, just as long as you listen to it at some point. So I like the vibe on Fridays, even though we're all every day is the same right now. I still get a little bit of energy, extra energy on a Friday. So that's when I'm going to release my podcast. So check those out, subscribe, rate and review and all that jazz. All right. That's it, everybody. My name's Andy Go, and I'm saying drive home safe. Be great every day and tell your loved ones that you love them. I'm out. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and subscribe to The Go Show on your podcast platform of choice. Give us an honest rating and a review. It really helps the podcast appear in other people's feeds and searches. Follow me personally on Twitter at Andy Go and on Instagram at The Gojo. You can find Gojo Studios on both platforms at Gojo Studios. Shoot me your comments and questions about today's episode or whatever you want to see in a future episode to Andy at Gojo.com. Finally, check out gojostudios.com for all the latest. The Go Show is created, written, recorded, edited, mixed, mastered, produced, and promoted by Andy Go of Gojo Studios. Music by Harvey Cummings. <laughs>